Destroyed factories, abandoned homes and uniforms as far as the eye can see. This is Novhorodske, a small town on the government-held side of the front lines in eastern Ukraine. A town that was just getting by. Then war struck. Over there is Horlivka. That's where the separatists are. We used to be practically a part of Horlivka and Donetsk. It was like one big city. Everyone went there to work. Traces of the war abound here in Novhorodske. Jobs do not. Tetyana Krasko was born and raised here. For years, she taught history at the local school. During the heaviest fighting, Tetyana became the town's deputy mayor. Her job included making sure civilian casualties were cared for after the daily shelling. That sense of insecurity never leaves you. We suffered our last direct hits back in February. Seven years have passed since the war began. Fewer and fewer people still believe we'll ever see the end of this, that both sides will reunify. Miles of trenches and minefields now cut Novhorodska off from the big cities that used to be practically in its backyard. If ever a town needed to reinvent itself, it's this one. But how? Tetyana Kasko thinks she's found the answer here, at the town's overgrown cemetery. This is the Janssen family. Janssen. The German founders of New York. The Ukrainian New York, that is. That's what Novhorodske was officially called until 1951. The name dates back to the 19th century. One story popular among locals is that one of their founding fathers visited the real deal in the US and returned to Ukraine, wishing to see his hometown flourish like its namesake. After World War II, Soviet authorities proceeded to erase all memories of the town's German past. They selected a name as bland as it gets, New York, became Novhorodske, or Newtown. This used to be called Gartenstrasse, or Garden Street in German. This was the heart of New York. Tetyana's convinced that returning to the town's previous name is its only hope for survival. If Novhorodske went back to being New York, headlines would surely be guaranteed. Our foreign minister has already suggested we host a UN assembly here in our Ukrainian New York. Let them come. We're ready for them. New York already has a petrol station, a pizzeria and a handful of clubs. It seems all that's missing is a baseball team and the legal underpinning. A draft law to officially change the town's name has been submitted to Ukraine's parliament and is pending approval. But not everyone here shares Tetyana's enthusiasm. 75-year-old Mikhailo's garden is directly on the front lines. Just getting to his house requires a permit. It's quiet enough today, but who knows what will happen tomorrow. The shooting never really stops here. Mikhailo tells us how restricted his life has become. The buses stop running. Landmines now prevent him from visiting his parents' graves. He's skeptical that changing the town's name will make any difference. 
I was born back when this was called New York. Donetsk was still named after Stalin at the time. What is changing a name going to achieve? We need jobs. Talk isn't enough. Time for spring cleaning at the playground. The town's military authorities have neither the time nor the resources for this kind of thing. It's volunteers like Tetiana who fill the gap. She's there wherever she's needed, encouraging her neighbors to keep on going, to never give up. We believe in this place. If we didn't, we wouldn't still be living here. Who knows? Maybe if this ends up as New York again, then perhaps the other side will stop shelling us. After all, who's going to want to pick a fight with the Americans? Might sound a little far-fetched, but it's better than sitting around and waiting. Better to dream of New York than to do nothing. Giving up just isn't an option.